everybody. This is Yvette and Erica, and this is the Melon and Pearls podcast, <laughs> episode 11. Indeed. Woo! I'm, how I'm, do we get here? How do we, how get, do we here? get here? It's like, it's like 2020, oh, middle 2021. Anyway, so right, anyway, exactly. everybody, this episode, we have a special guest and we are still using May. We're going to call May like meditation May, me May, like something like that, right? So meditation May. So we're going to keep on that theme around meditation. And we have a special guest from the Kadampa Medication, uh, Meditation Center in New York City. And it is a center that is really providing an opportunity for for New Yorkers to come in and learn about Buddhist teaching and meditation. And they've created this beautiful, peaceful city sanctuary located in Chelsea. Peace out to my folks in Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I love about the center is that they're bringing Buddhist teachings to New Yorkers in an accessible manner. And that's really, really important because people, you know, they read huge, thick books, you know, and they have these misconceptions. But the center is really focused about bringing Buddhist teaching and meditation to all New Yorkers in an accessible manner that they can easily integrate into what? Their crazy, busy, ratly flies. So today we have a special guest, Julie Stewart. She's a teacher at the center. And not only she's a teacher, but she's a director, she's an actor, a performance artist, uh, just all around wonderful woman. And she's here today to talk to us a little bit about, and maybe we can convince her to do a little session and sit at the very end so you can take part of that. So Julie, thank you for coming and welcome. Thank you for inviting me. This is exciting. Meditation May, I like it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm extremely excited about this episode because last episode, you know, I talked to Yvette about her meditation journey, the changes she's seen in her life through meditation. And I also talked about starting a meditation practice. So this just leads into what uh, I wanted to do. And I know, Julie, you know, we've spoken before and, and just mm -hmm. your energy and just I'm, I'm so excited <laughs> about today's episode. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> So, so Eva, shall we jump in? Let's do it. Let's do it. So, so Julie, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people have misconceptions about meditation, right? And maybe including myself, you know, not knowing, you know, we kind of think, I don't know what we think, but we may not necessarily know what meditation is, what the benefits, et cetera. So can you tell us a little bit about what you do at the center and how do you bring meditation to all these, you know, Chelseans, so to speak, out in Manhattan? I made that up. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and wider because uh, yes. as having the center, we have like branch uh, all around uh, New York City. Well, we did until COVID you know, uh, the reason why these centers exist is because we want people to experience um, essentially uh, a peaceful mind. That's why mm -hmm. Geshla, like the founder of the Buddhist tradition, you know, our aim is to help you access um, the peaceful nature of your own, own mind, which already exists, the wisdom inside your own mind that mm -hmm. already exists. And so with meditation, what we do there's when you engage in a meditation and a teaching, um, there's like two aspects to a meditation. There's analytical meditation and placement meditation. And that's not hard. Like we do that all the time, every day in our daily life. We analyze an object. 
So that could be anything like going on holiday. And then uh, and we're thinking about it. We think, well, I go there. How am I going to get there? What am I going to pack? Mm -hmm. Blah, blah, blah. So the mind is already, already in an analytical situation. And then mm -hmm. what we do is like we analyze a teaching, say, on love or compassion. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we we analyze different aspects of what that means. And then placement meditation means that we place the mind on that object. So we, we come to a conclusion, if you like, and then we place our mind on the conclusion and we just absorb our mind mm. into it. So the mind is always active in a sense because it's placing its mind on, say, the object of love. And until there's a really beautiful feeling that happens in the mind and you just meditate on that beautiful feeling. Mm. So it's not mind and thinking about nothing because it's impossible for the mind to not think about something. Mm. That's true. Monkey mind, monkey mind. You know, um, uh, meditation along my journey, you know, I've, it, you know, sitting for the very first time was very difficult. Like I couldn't do it for like two minutes. Like I was looking around, you know, I was fidgeting. Um, but now, you know, over the course of the years, uh, now I'm up to like half an hour, 45 minutes every morning. It doesn't matter if I'm on vacation, long weekend, whatever. I even did it on a girl's trip to Vegas. I got up early and I meditated, you know, you know, yeah, drunk still, but I still, I meditated. Yeah. I'm going to count it. Right. I'm going to count it. So, um, so anyway, so I found like with meditation, I've become more aware. And what Julie was mentioning, like, you know, you focus like love, compassion, your surroundings, like you immediate, it brings you present. Um, but the best way for me to describe is that I've found that when I meditate, I become more aware and I become more me. And I don't know if that, if hmm. that makes sense. Like I become yeah. more me. I'm more yeah. in tune with what I'm thinking and feeling physically, mm. you know, and emotionally. Um, when you can put a name to a feeling, like a, like a, a, a knot in your chest or, mm -hmm. you know, a pain in your back or whatever. And if, if you can name it, mm -hmm. that, it's, that was wondrous for me. You know, and we live in New York City, you know, rat race, people climbing to the top, you know, running over people to get there at times too. But, you know, I like this saying by Barb Molly. He says, the day you stop racing is the day you win the race, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I think that is super important because people think that happiness is about things, right. you know, Right. Shoes, clothes, cars, right. houses, vacation homes, mm -hmm. money in the bank, zero, salary, whatever. That is not the definition of happiness. That is what society, and this is my own preachings, right? This is what society has conditioned us to believe that that's happiness mm -hmm. and that's success. And it's not defined by those things, right? It's not defined by who you know, right? Um, or where, where you're at or what you're doing. It, it's about, for me, it's about the inner peace of being your true authentic self. Like, it doesn't matter. You know, the, the, the relationship that you invest in is not like with your kids and your spouse, it's with yourself, mm -hmm. right? Because above all else, that's you. If you don't like you, no one else is going to like you. Well, and, then you, and then you're always chasing though, right? You're yep. always chasing because once I get the thing, I there's another know, thing. There's the other thing, right? right. So I, do I live my life really living it 
or do I live it chasing something? I think, um, yeah. I think you've hit on like a lot of points and like the first point I'd want to say is that when, when we, I, it's usually a very limited self. So we, we identify with like a depressed self or a melancholy self, self or a worried self or a stress. I mean, the, I mean, you know, or a jealous self or that the list goes on. And the thing is we're usually identifying with the conceptual minds that we have every day on the surface level, mm. you know, and, um, what we do with meditation is um, we stop. So we begin to become aware of just how busy mm. our mind is and how we're identifying with all these millions and zillions of thoughts that are passing through our mind and there is not a moment's peace. So what you do in meditation is that you mind by doing something as simple as um, just focusing breath going in and out of the nostrils, for example. And then what happens when your mind is focused on that metal, and then there's a natural peace that arises in your own mind. And that's what we want to impute ourselves on, that natural peace that is arising in our own mind. And my question is, if there's a little bit of peace in the mind, how much peace can we experience? And, and for Buddhists, it's, you know, for Buddha, he said it's limitless. Your mind is limitless. There are no boundaries. So if you can experience a little bit of peace, you can experience limitless peace. Mm. So, and then you get familiar with this um, peace that is naturally inside your own heart. Your mind is naturally peaceful. Your mind is naturally loving. Your mind is naturally compassionate. And second of all, I would just like to say when you were talking about happiness and uh, success, that... The reason, Geshe says, my spiritual uh, teacher, the reason why we have problems is because uh, human problems, and he calls them human problems, is because we haven't really identified the real causes of our happiness and our suffering. Wow. So because we haven't really identified with the causes of our happiness and suffering, we're in the wrong place. So we're looking for them mm. externally. We're looking for them in relation, in things, in situations. And the same with our suffering. When we're suffering, we blame. We go, it's that person's fault. It's this situation, mm. why I'm like this and this. So until we can identify where our uh, happiness comes from and where our suffering comes from, and it's, the, it's not the conditions, it's the real causes, then we're always going to be looking outside ourselves all the time. And because we live in a desire realm, that desire will never be quenched. Mm. And I would ask your listeners to think, to ask themselves, is my desire ever satisfied? You get one thing, you want mm. another, and you want another, it's never ending. And that means the suffering is never ending. Yeah, yeah. The happiness is never ending. I, I mean, that, that is so, I mean, you, when you were speaking, Julie, I was just like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's, 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 so, it's so important because one of the things that I've learned is, let me, ask, let me ask you all both, is that when you do things for others, like when you volunteer, or don't you feel good, right? You're, you're helping other people, but you get this kind of lift, like a spirit, I, I don't know, I feel good. Like whenever I go to City Meals on Wheels and I'm delivering meals to the shut-in and homebound, you know, that thank you, that, that smile in their eyes when you may be the first person they've seen all week, right? Yeah, it, I feel good. I didn't do anything, right? I didn't ask them for anything. I'm just handing them a bag of frozen meals, 
And I feel awesome at the end of the day. And that that is what everyone, I would want everyone to kind of to get to is because Mm -hmm. when you actually serve other people, it leads to happiness. I mean, it It truly does. does. It leads to happiness. It leads to happiness. Well, the act of meditation, we forget it's of service. Everybody thinks that it's a very selfish activity to, to have some time on your own. And, you know, especially as black women, we are bad at giving ourselves permission to have some time to us. And so, but, but the thing is, it's like, um, you know, I'm on the maha. It means we serve others. It means that the foundation of my Buddhist practice is compassion. Why? Because mm-hmm. it's to others. And, you know, that can be a mental act. That can be um, just questioning. When you see a living being, when you encounter people, what is your heart doing? Is it open, Mm -hmm. ready for an encounter of love, of compassion and joy? Or is your discriminatory mind working? Oh, I don't Mm -hmm. like that person because of uh, color, gender, the color shoes they have, the school that they go to. You know, we're doing this all the mind. We're discriminating people into friends, uh, enemies and strangers who we don't Mm -hmm. even notice most of the time. My question is like, this is an internal practice. What are you doing internally? What is your heart internally? And with meditation, we do it because we want to be of service to others. That doesn't mean you have to volunteer here, there and everywhere. It means that your mind and your heart is open to any situation. Mm -hmm. And I find, I don't know about you, but the more I think about myself, the more smaller and miserable my life is. The more yeah. I think about others, the more expandable my life is and how, and it's, and it's big. It's a big I mind. I totally agree. I totally so. agree. I, I think that, that, that just totally resonated with me because when you think about others and, and I think especially during this um, pandemic where we've been far from each other, we haven't been near yeah. each other and we've, you know, it has allowed us to sort things out a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. we sort out um, how we communicate, how who, what toxicity do we want to remove from our lives? What do we mm. want to enhance in our lives? But one of the things for me has been the interactions that I have with people and how do I want those interactions to be? And, yeah. and coming from a place of just what can I do? You know, I, when I think about my life and I, and I often think about like, what, what do I want my life to be? I want my life to be where I did something good. And I know that's very broad, but it's really that, right? So, so mm-hmm. the interactions I have with people, um, I want them to be good interactions. What do I mean? Are we going to disagree? Of course. But I want to come from a place of respect, a place of peace, and a place of not trying to tear you down, but just trying to, to have a, a win-win and have a good outcome. And I find that by looking at things that way, and of course, I'm still working to practice that, but I find that I come out of that situation a lot better than yeah. going into it, I don't know, with, with, the, with, with the preconceived notion that it was going to be bad or, or we were going to have an argument or whatever it is, you yeah. know, because sometimes that, that, we do that to ourselves. We, we go into it already thinking of the outcome. We don't even yep. know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. Yep. And and the thing about meditation is that once you start on that journey, it's 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 hap- it's a good habit to form. Um, and I always say, with every step, at one breath at a time. One step, one breath 
at a time. That's it, right? We're not asking you to run up and like to clone the whole mountain now, <laughs> one breath with one step at a time. You know, yeah. like they say, one day at a time, one breath at a time. Yeah. And, you know, and I think once you, once people, including myself, turn the narrative around about whoever crosses my path, I want to leave them better than I found them. Mm-hmm. And I tell this to my customers all the time. I say, look, 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 I'm here to help you. If we can have a good conversation, I can help you anyway. It's a good day. I want to leave you better than I found you. I want to leave you in a good spirit, you know, mm-hmm. that you go out and help the next person that mm-hmm. what crosses your path. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's my MO. My MO mm-hmm. is not making all the money. No, no. My MO <laughs> is making sure I leave you better than I found you mm-hmm. so that the next person that crosses your path, mm-hmm. you leave them better than you found them. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that's, and, pay, and that's the way of paying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's, and it's yeah. not about, you know, scheming. It's just like my mm-hmm. intention every day doesn't matter as a, crossing guard. So whoever crosses my path, yeah. right? I'm going to leave them better than I found them. From my team, my husband, my friends, you know, people at the grocery store, it doesn't matter. That's how I roll. And one of the things when meditation has helped me to make decisions from a place of authenticity, mm-hmm. not the narrative that I was raised with, my mama, dad, whatever, right? Not what society is telling me. It's all about my authenticity from in here. Mm-hmm. inside and meditation has helped me just I'm like grabbing up dear I'm just hanging on to that and that's how I've been rolling and it's just been my life has been completely different um and I, mm-hmm. I absolutely love it you know I tell people stop focusing to run on to the top of the mountain and shout at the top of the mountain I made it I'm like revel in the climb mm-hmm. revel in the climb right yeah. and that goes back to one step one breath at a time and if yeah. you enjoy your time climbing you're going to be present. You're not focusing on getting to the top. What you're focusing on, on your way, you're focusing on being present. The people around you, the sky, the ground, the smells, the taste, that's that's the journey. That's the victory. Yeah. And when you get to the top, you're like, oh, wow, you know, it's great up here. But you enjoyed the way all the way up. Mm-hmm. And and I, meditation is less, for me, change my narrative, change my mindset. You know, and I, I mean, I don't know if my husband say that, you know, he likes me more. I don't know about that. <laughs> but um, um, but I, 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 I definitely I think that I think that our relationship has gone to that next level, um, deeper, you know, not not on the physical level, on an emotional, spiritual uh, level. Like we are connected and we vibe in ways to the point where we, we think in the same thing. He's upstairs, I'm downstairs, whatever. We get on the main level and I'll say blah, blah. He's like, you know, I just ordered that. And I'm like, okay. You know what I mean? It's just, we are at a different level. Um, and meditation has helped me, you know, raise the bar in my relationship. And that's just one of the many benefits that I've, that I've found with meditation. So, so Julie, a question for you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say something before I go to no, the next no, question? I, just, I just want to make one little comment about mountain every step you're making is the top of the mountain because if you're mm-hmm. in the moment mama there is no top of the mountain anyway i just wanted to add oh that. that's a good one i mean that's, that's good profound. i mean that's Wait, profound, that's profound. Right? That's there a, is no top, i need to pause right? it for every a second step, yeah. every step is the top Ooh, well every that's step good is, yeah every step oh, is the top because it's like moment mm-hmm. by moment there is no other moment mm-hmm. in so there oh. is no top of the mountain like there is no future there is just the mm-hmm. moment that you are in i just yeah. wanted to say that so you can ask me a question wow well, i just want to yeah I, I, before i do that because 
you know, it's about the journey, Juliet, then, because when, if I focus on just the journey, then it's just the journey. I'm not, it's not even the quote unquote destination. It's just going through the journey. You know, I once, um, you know, my, my trainer once I was saying to her, you know, uh, yeah, I can't wait until I do whatever it is. And she says, you know, yeah, but when you do that, then there's something else because the journey never stops. For sure. And, and yeah, okay. That one plus one is two. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, we, we kind of alluded to this and kind of talked about this a little bit, but can you give us some of the benefits and and also how do we start? Like, because I mentioned in our last episode, I want to start a practice, you know, I I mean, Yvette calls it, calls her as a monkey. I call mine a hamster. You know, my little (laughs) hamster is always going for those who know me. No, I'm always thinking, even when I'm not thinking, I'm thinking. Um, you know, and, and I realized, um, that especially over the past few weeks, especially I started feeling overwhelmed and sometimes it's like self overwhelming. Like it may not be a, I might just have a lot of things going on because I always have a lot of things going on, but I felt a little overwhelmed and I felt like the hamster, she's, she's tired. Right. And she just Mm -hmm. keeps on going on this, on this. Um, real and, yeah. and um, you know I, I want to start and and I realized and I said this last episode I need to make the time so that's what I want to do make the time yeah. but how do you start well I think and uh, you know I'll go back to what Yvette says you you know what what you need to do is like create a space between you that self that you feel is overwhelmed mm. and and, and uh, your mind and and that self so basically what we need to do is we need to um, just have a quiet space or headphones if if you're in an environment but basically you know breathing meditation is very simple because it shifts the the mind's energy from all the thoughts that are in your head to the focus of the breath so we do a simple breathing meditation where we we just out to begin with anything that's on your mind and that and just through the nostrils and you're just breathing out and then you turn your awareness to the sensation of your breath going in and out of the nostrils and that's all you have to do moment by moment and if your mind goes wants to follow a thought or it's holding on to something else mm-hmm. that's fine notice that mm-hmm. like just notice like oh, thoughts come up in my mind and okay no i'm gonna bring my mind mm-hmm. gently back to the sensation and you're gonna be going in and out of that but that's okay because you know the thing with meditation and people go god my mind was so busy i'm like fantastic because you need to know your own mind. We don't mind. Like when, when someone says something to us and like, there's an instant agitation because it's instinctual to have a mind of combat or anger or mm. to retaliate. It's like, a it, we think it's instinctual and on some parts it is, but it's only because it's so familiar, but it's not the natural state of your mind. Like I said earlier, it's peace. So what you want to be doing is getting familiar Oh, maybe something. So while Julie is getting that situated, what she was saying is really cool because I'm going to give it to you a different way, Erica. The difference for what I'm going to say, what Julie said is this way. Between the stimulus and response, there's space, right? So in that space, you have the power to choose your response. So that's, you know, know, so it's like either do you follow those thoughts? No, I choose to come back to the breath. Okay. And then it's within that response that that's where your growth lies, okay, right? Your growth it. of being here, following the thought or coming back compassionately following your breath. Got it. Oh, Julie stepped away. From oh, we me. lost her. Oh, she'll be back. 
She'll, She'll be, be back, back in a minute. Um, so yeah, so the, 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 the cool thing about that is that there, there's nothing, you know, there's some people they, and we can ask Julie about this. Some people, they like repeat mantras, you know, mm -hmm. or affirmations. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. I sit and I follow the breath and I, I follow the breath. And then if a thought comes up, I'll just say thinking, and then I'll come back to the breath, mm -hmm. you know, and that's where that growth is. Cause you're identifying that you thought but you didn't go down that rabbit hole, right? You came back to the breath. And that's right. where all the growth is. Because then, you know, I've told you, like, when I come out of meditation sessions, like, I'm like, I have all these ideas, like, I'm fresh, you know, I'm creative, you know, I'm texting you, you know, ideas. And you're just like, girl, you, it's like seven o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? Like, because I'm just, it just yeah. gets you. Just it on just, it. Just it's on it. It, it just yeah. gets you to that level where you can identify <sighs> feelings and thought and once I get quiet that's where it's just like the universe just opens up and just shares with me stuff that I normally I think, tell you via text right right so I think what I'm gonna do so tomorrow I have my walk I usually you know start my day with a walk I'll get up a few minutes early focus on my breath for five minutes and then go on my walk and come back and then I'll okay. have to report I'm gonna do that for a bit and report back yeah um, and just see how that how that how that works oh Juliet was awesome. I guess she's having technical difficulties, but well, that happens. It you know, happens, hey. you know the 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 internet. Everybody is on it, and you know the your Wi-Fi goes in and out. It's totally it's fine. Totally but you fine. know, our subscribers, the people who listen to our podcast, they roll with it. It doesn't oh it doesn't God. have to be perfect, no, right? Because nothing's perfect. Ever. We can just we. So, but I think we need we to were, get Juliet back. I we just were gonna, we're we gonna get to it back. It. Yeah. We're going to get it back because what I would like for us to do is I'd like for Julie just to take us through a 10 minute sit. Yes. So that you can kind of get your feet wet about that. And then our, and our subscribers can take a look at and listen and kind of see how that feels. Kind of follow along if they want to. Okay. The benefits of meditation are limitless. All you have to do is start small. Mm -hmm. You don't have to eat the whole thing. You'll start two minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 15 minutes. And then, then you know, like you're 30 minutes, you know, just make it a habit. You know, I've said this all the time. Put you on the top of your to-do list. And this mm -hmm. is one of the ways to do it. Just one of the many ways to do it. This is it all about you. Creating that space for you to just connect with you. The um, authentic you, right. not that other stuff. The authentic, right. the real you is super important and it's great. And I hope that you get excited and you get hooked just like I'm me. I'm excited. I'm totally excited. I'm gonna do it. I can't wait to report back out. I can't wait for us to get Juliet back, Julie back and, and we'll do, you know, we'll have a sit and just kind of practice. But no, I'm, I'm starting, I'm doing this. All right, so, I'm, like, I'm holding you to it. I right? know. We're holding you to it. Time. We're holding you to it. We're going to yeah. report back. Subscribers, you heard it here. <laughs> and we're going to do it. And, you know, I just want to say to everyone on our podcast, the internet, we know how it goes. Thank you for joining us. Amazing podcast today. And uh, we will talk to you again. <laughs> yes, everybody. Till next Bye. time. And that's our show. Any samples of media remain the property of their owners. Opinions expressed reflect the individual's point of view, not the Melanin Pearls podcast. If you enjoyed the show, like us on Facebook and Instagram, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes and Spotify. If there's a topic you would like for us to cover, let us know by visiting www.melaninpearls.com. Thanks for listening, and until next time, we encourage you to visualize your best self.